You are Locked On Wolverines, your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. What a day, what a day. Obviously, weird one. Lockdown Wolverines podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. I am your man on the ground, Isaiah Hole, publisher of Wolverines Wire. Apologies, because it seems like I'm in mono here, and I'm not in stereo. We're just going to roll with it today, just because my levels look good. But, okay, so obviously, let's get to the news, and that's Michigan and Ohio State is canceled, at least for now, but it looks like probably for the season. And... There's just been a lot that's come out of that, right? I have had the grand fortune of what this is a yearly thing where you get Ohio State people thinking that reporters are fans and they just go get all mouthy, right? Like, let's say the game was happening. Anything I'd post on the game would be met with a bunch of, as Steve Lorenz likes to call them, jabronis that want to try to talk smack like I'm going to be like, like I'm going to talk smack back, right? I'll talk smack back for people who don't know anything. And that's been the case a lot today is people who don't know anything. So we're going to spend the first two segments talking about, I'm going to call them Oanon. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and co-opt that and because there's they're, they're conspiracy theorists right now. And a lot of it is Kirk Herbstreet's fault, but it would have probably happened this way anyway. But as I see a lot of people saying, and it's fun, this is fun because we're, we're, we're ripping on Ohio State fans now. But there's a lot of people that are like responding to, to these things being like, is Ward Manuel going to apologize to Kirk Herbstreet? Because he ended up being right. Like, how did he end up being right? Right? Her, Kirk Herbstreet made his, com- his comments. The day before Michigan canceled against Maryland when it was trending that way after they had canceled two straight practices. And the team has COVID issues less under control. Now. You know. So, of course they canceled it. Unbelievable. Uh, I will say this before we get really into it. And Again, I had my diatribe yesterday against... I mean, honestly, I think if you're a fan and you don't want to watch, that's different than not wanting the team to play. And that's fine. If you know, if, if you're like, if the, if they say the game was on and you didn't want to watch the game because you knew what it was going to be, that's your prerogative. That's fine. The players wanted to play. I got multiple texts from multiple people indicating that, you know, they wanted to play. Obviously, they can't. You have to keep in mind that for some, this is their last chance to put on, you know, potentially to put on a Michigan uniform. This was their last chance to play Ohio State. Whether you liked it or not, it was their last chance. Imagine if you had a player that just that was draft eligible or was going to be in the draft regardless, and they just went out and, like, say Michigan lost in a blowout like everyone expected. But that one player balls out. Goes from being a second or third round pick to a surefire first. You're rooting against that. That's just ridiculous. Okay, I'm digressing because I want to talk about the Ohio State fans, not the Michigan fans. 
So, I mean, we were dealing with that element yesterday, which I think is cowardice, to be honest. And today it's been Ohio State fans, because Michigan, obviously, they canceled the game first time since 1917. The game's not happening, which, you know, the, the players are not that are not happy about, of course, but they understand it, obviously. And you just get all these people coming out of the woodwork that are just like, it's, you know, this was just so Michigan could screw us. You know what? Screw Michigan. Come on now. It's just, it's it's a conspiracy theory. Number one, like one team is really going to do that. Like that's the one team time that any you know, and especially it's like, hey, is this my last chance to play Ohio State? This is my last chance to put on a helmet. This is our last chance to, you know, to potentially, like, let's say say Michigan really believed. I don't know if they do or not because I didn't have this conversation. But let's say Michigan really believed they had the secret sauce to somehow beat Ohio State in this game. Which, you know, they, they approach it probably feeling like they do anyway. They do every year. You really think that they're going to be like, you know what? Let's not even take a chance. Let's screw them from going to the playoff. You could screw them from going to the playoff by beating them. Not to mention Jim Harbaugh's Mr. Sportsmanship. There's, there was no way. Ward Manuel's also Mr. Sportsmanship. There was no way that Michigan was going to do something as dumb as cancel the game without COVID issues. And then you try to point out Bruce Feldman's tweet saying 45 players between injury, COVID-19, and contact tracing would have been unavailable for this game. And then you still get people being like, oh yeah, well Ohio State had 23 and we played. Last I checked, 45 is a lot more than 23. Secondly, like you could argue Ohio State shouldn't have played that game against Michigan State. I was fine with it if everyone was on the field was clear, but like, okay, so what? You want to take on Michigan's scout team? You're that desperate to play Michigan? I understand you want to play in the Big Ten Championship. You want to play in the college football playoff. You're probably going to get that opportunity anyway. But you're you're that desperate to beat Michigan that you'll, you'll take on a Michigan, not even a bad full-strength Michigan. You want to take on, like, the third and fourth stringers to be able to just, you know, Get in your rooster crow type stance and caw about it for another year. It is absurd. These fans are just ridiculous. I at least I had I saw at least one Ohio State fan say, "Hey, listen, this is not us. I mean, it's some of us, but it's not. This is not indicative of all of us. I know that to be true because I, you know, I half of my family are Ohio State fans. But yeah, when it comes to the rivalry, they're way more obnoxious than the Michigan side. I was very thankful last time Michigan beat Ohio State that I went to a family gathering that day after the game. Lord knows, because I was still a fan, not a reporter. I threw on some Michigan gear and just went and let them see it. So, yeah, I'm not above petty season when it comes to some of that. But some of these people, they, they just don't understand that it's a game, right? They don't understand that because it is. Now, for the players, it's more than that because it's their lifeblood, it's their heart and soul. But for the for the fans, it, it it's a game. 
right? It's a game. Settle down. You don't need to go spouting off your nonsense because you're unhappy with the fact that Michigan, being the only team in this entire season that gets negative, like a negative connotation because they have un, an unprecedented number amount of players who have either contracted COVID-19 or were around one of them. Only one. Right? Like, can, could you imagine if you're in a situation where you're sick or you're injured and your fiercest enemy comes and just is like, screw you for, for doing this to me? Unbelievable. All right. Anyway, we're going to continue this on the other end here, but I, I'm having a hard time getting my thoughts together because it's just so absurd to me how crazy these Ohio State fans are. Uh, anyway, do you feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need that moment to chill? How would you like to hit that reset button? Get ready for what's next. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time with work, friends, family, a million pressing social issues. Expectation beyond 24-7. That's when you reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. It's the light beer I used to reach for. I mentioned yesterday, 2010. Man, I reached for a lot of Coors Lights that day. And it was Coors Light, by the way. That's not, again, not making that up. Coors Light was the light beer of my choice. Mountain cold refreshment. It's made to chill. Blue mountains tell you when it's cold. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. Literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. It's the one I used to choose when I needed to unwind. So when you need to hit that reset button, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door. At get.coorslight.com, celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, so... The word manual came out uh, tonight, Tuesday night. And said that in his eyes, Ohio State's one of the top four teams in the country. Feels that, you know, the committee of which he's on, of people that chose six games out of eight to be able to be in the Big Ten Championship is arbitrary. And that he'll have conversations advocating for Ohio State. And that Michigan made this decision as well to cancel to give Ohio State some flexibility, and he will advocate on their behalf in that light. Which means, hey, if you can get another game in, if the Big Ten will let you do it, we're giving you time to be able to do that. I see some Michigan fans upset at that, and you shouldn't be. Because, again, the sportsmanship thing, number one, listen, Ohio State is one of the best four teams in the country. You just have to understand that and reconcile that. You don't want them to go down because... Michigan didn't play them. You want them to go down because Michigan beat them. Right? 
you you don't want Ohio State. Like, yeah, I understand. It's fun to watch struggles for Ohio State. And I talked to my best friend about it. He's like, oh, it would be really funny to watch them not get in the college football playoff. I, I disagree. It They shouldn't be penalized for things that are out of their purview. They had one week cancellation on their own because of COVID-19. They missed, they're missing now two games because other teams had it. You don't want them to watch them go down that way. You want to watch them go down because you took them down, especially if you're Michigan. And I think Ward should advocate on their behalf because it's more proof that Michigan isn't doing some dumb, nefarious, fairy tale, uh, petty revenge spite thing to keep them from achieving their goals. Not saying that you need to have SEC-like solidarity, the Big Ten here. Just saying, like, Ohio State looks like one of the best four teams in the country. They shouldn't be held to, I agree, an arbitrary six-game thing keeping them out because they've already beaten Indiana. It would be a different story if they didn't play another team that had a similar record. They did, and they won head-to-head. So... I hope the Big Ten finds a way to get them rescheduled. Heck, if I was the Big Ten, what I would say is, you know what, Ohio State, you have it locked up on one end. Northwestern, you have it locked up on another. Let's move Champions Week for those who can play. If you can do it right now, let's do it right this second. And push Michigan-Ohio State to the next week if Michigan can play it, which is certainly not a given. I think that would be great. And honestly, like, yeah, protect Michigan-Ohio State. That's your biggest. You can't tell me that the Big Ten Championship, though it's meaningful to the college football playoff committee, is more important than the Michigan-Ohio State game. That is the darling of not only the Big Ten, but every other conference other than the SEC, which has Auburn-Alabama. So if you can find a way to make it happen, make it happen. Heck, if it's two weeks from now. If it's, you know, what, December 26th, make it happen. Find a way to make it happen. But also, I think it was like, and I saw some Ohio State fans that were complaining, because again, they're Owen honors, complaining that, like, oh, yeah, Michigan really did us a favor by canceling. Well, they did. If they knew they weren't going to be able to have the game, letting them know early gives you that opportunity to get that sixth game. Man, the comprehension level of some of these Buckeyes is just unbelievable. Every year I'm reminded every single year, every time I feel like when I'm harping on Michigan fans, tweeting at recruits or this last week, harping on Michigan fans coming out with this level of cowardice, which I think is unbecoming. Then I'm reminded that that is nothing compared to the Ohio state fandom. Unbelievable. How bad the fans are there as a whole. Unbelievable. I had to tell some of my family members that they could not comment on pictures that I was taking and posting and tagging players in because the players see it and they know that you're related when you're like, that player blows, go Bucks, love you, nephew. Like, no, stop. Like, they're not happy for me that I co- you know cover this team. They think it's stupid. That is the neuroses of the Ohio State fan base. 
they're just so bad. I don't know if I have anything else to add to that. We'll keep this one short. Let's talk contract situation. War, you know, John New Bacon had an update yesterday. Ward Manuel somewhat refuted it. Uh, I think that's just the playing politics of it all, but we'll talk about that here in a moment. But first, break through that wall of yours. Whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it with Built Go every day. It's easy to take in one and a half ounce packages. Put it in your briefcase for the most focused presentation ever, your golf bag to power through the back nine, or put it in your pocket to get through the day. Bilko is the best workout gel on the market. It's a five-hour energy without the same crash feeling, plus it's natural, so it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster with a third of the caffeine and better results. With three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and chocolate mint. So how does Bilko work so well? Well, Bilko combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast-absorbing, so it gets into the system fast, plus it's easy on the stomach. Collagen also promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. Stuff literally makes you look better. Bilko is loaded with good stuff to ignite my work and my workout. Beta alanine, B3, honey, and a kick of caffeine. Bilko then kicks to keep me going strong with 10,000% of your daily percentage of B6 and B12 vitamins. So visit BiltGo.com. Use promo code LOCK to get 20% off that next order. Promo code LOCK, 20% off at BiltGo.com. Let's go. Okay. So John U. Bacon came out, had, uh, had a little something to say, a little something-something about the... Uh, the Harbaugh contract situation. Here's what he said. He said, here's what we know so far from solid sources. UMAD Ward Manuals discussed with Jim Harbaugh a new contract with lower base salary and buyout, though with good provisions to hire top assistants and large incentives for performance. Harbaugh can now accept negotiator decline. At least five NFL teams have expressed an interest in hiring him per usual, though it's not clear if any have made firm offers as of yet. Now, Ward Manuel said today he doesn't know where that's coming from. He wasn't talking about Bacon in particular, but there's been all kinds of just mumbo-jumbo. The only person I trust that has any kind of ins is John U. Bacon. Let's, we obviously, he's been embedded with the program. Jim Harbaugh, let's remind you, does not have an agent. I saw people saying, well, J- Jim's agent would not. And like, well, Jim is Jim's agent. He, as Bacon put earlier in the day, that there aren't a lot of people who uh, there aren't a lot of people who you know who have that type of pull. Let's see where is it. I'm gonna find it. Harbaugh doesn't have an agent; just a point man to handle inquiry. So whenever a pundit says Harbaugh's agent is doing this or that, be assured they have no idea what they're talking about. FYI. So uh, that's reputable. Now, here's the thing. I see people getting mad online about what happened in the press conference today when Harbaugh and Manuel were both asked about Harbaugh's contract. And they say, listen, we're going to discuss it at the end of the season. Okay. What do you think that here's the here's just the thing. Number one, we have to ask that question as reporters have to. So if they get mad at you, I mean, they're just not understanding your job. So, but that happens all the time. But secondly, for the people who are mad, and I see some quote reporters out there mad, what do you think they are going to say? Well, here we are. Okay. We, we were discussing the, uh, the Michigan Ohio State game cancellation, but let's take a little break so we can tell you we have everything decided upon 
except for one thing. I'm going to go ahead and be, tell you right now, I'm pleased to announce that we have offered Jim Harbaugh a contract extension. He has accepted it except for one thing, which we will get resolved. So we're going to go ahead and tell you all about it right now. Let's just get right into it. You know what? The, the two medical professionals who are also on this call, you can go ahead and jump off because we're going to spend the rest of the time talking about this. Just take a second and understand the situation. Also, whenever has, whether it be an athletic director and a coach or a GM and a coach, went on a press conference and actually told you anything about their contract negotiations. I don't know for sure, but I would say it's pretty close to ne never, except for just the generality of we're working on it. You know, like they, like Jim Harbaugh and Ward Manuel said long time ago. Or, you know what? We're not there yet. Michigan gave you, we're not there yet. We have indications that that's not necessarily the case. They're not going to discuss it with us. And that's okay. They don't have to. Why are people getting upset? I don't understand. Just take a moment and use just basic logic. If you're a person out there that's upset, just take a step back. Now, should they figure out a way to get something done and announced before early signing day next week? Absolutely, especially when you do have kids on the fence. They absolutely should. But they're not going to talk to you about it. Why would you think they're going to? They're going to deny it, and then they might have everything all wrapped up. But they're not going to tell you that right now. They're going to announce it when they announce it. They're not going to say, yeah, it's pretty much wrapped up. Because guess what? Then the conversation completely shifts. Not what they're there for. They're there to answer questions about the pressing issue of right now, which is Michigan-Ohio State. And believe it or not, that's a pretty pressing issue to discuss. So when the time comes, they'll discuss it. When the time comes, we'll know about it. I would bet Jim Harbaugh is coming back. I've been, I'm not going to say on that train, but of that mindset that that's going to be the case for a while now because I just understand how the Michigan Athletic Department works. So, that's that. All right. I'm done being upset. This is going to be a shorter show. We will be back tomorrow, hopefully. I don't know what we're going to talk about. If So, maybe, if, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. But uh, I'm not really 100% on what we're going to talk about tomorrow. Because we have a basketball game tomorrow night against Toledo now instead of North Carolina State. And we just got to figure out uh, what there is because there's, I'm sure, I mean, news has been coming out like crazy the last two days. So I'm sure we'll find something. So anyway, thank you for listening. We'll be talking to you again Wednesday, most likely, barring there just being a complete nil to actually discuss. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you. Peace. <laughs>